this one I'm extremely excited about yeah, going back sure. to the Truett Insurance and Bonding Hotline yes. with Sean Dietrich, Sean of the South. Sean, Sean, Sean you with us? Hey, how are you? Hey, man, everything is good. Uh, I'm quickly becoming a huge fan of yours. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I tell you what, man, in all honesty, I, I, I was not aware of what all you were doing, and I saw the article where you moved to Birmingham and have started reading all your stuff. And, man, you have a just a great ability at, uh, I, I guess, Southern upbringing and all that. I love your writing. And uh, I, Brock's been watching. He's been looking up some of the uh, the one man show stuff. Yeah, I was listening to the podcast, and in fact, uh, your your most recent show I was listening to. And I, I'm someone who took some guitar lessons. You would never necessarily mistake me for someone who's gifted, but it makes me appreciate those who can play it. But I, I, I laughed at your uh, story about the first guitar that was bought for you. Oh yeah, well, the uh, you're talking about the one my uncle bought when I was. A- a boy yeah that's right uh, how you you banged around on it did everything you could to make it make some sound and then something interesting happened yeah i, I knocked around trying to get a sound out of that thing i did everything i flicked it kicked it threw it down the stairs <laughs> finally my uncle put some strings on it <laughs> that's all i needed right uh, who knew uh, who knew <laughs> Hey, you're a great setup guy. Yeah. Well, look, man, I was, uh, some of the things I've read uh, recently, your Cracker Barrel uh, article was great. Uh, I loved uh, the one about the, uh, tell the one about uh, the, when you were in North Dakota and the, the promposals. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, a uh, fella, he's a, uh, well, he, I, what I, I should start by saying that I get stories sent to me every <laughs> single day. By I'm wondering the how that works. So, uh, this one jumped off the page at me and it was just a young man, uh, who lives in Watford, North Dakota, this town was, although it's, I believe the third populous, most populous city in North Dakota, <laughs> it's got like about as many people as in Irwin Wetumpka. So <laughs> yeah, Lovely he, uh, he, he was not a big fan of the, the promposal stuff where people, you know, dance in front of the cameras yeah. while they're, you know, basically making a prompt proposal for their girlfriend. And so he took it to the next level and he went to his grandmother's house. I believe she was 96 or 93. I can't remember <laughs> now. And he asked her if she'd go and she had never been to prom before. She had <laughs> dropped out during the great depression to help oh, her wow. father on the farm. And so she was thrilled. And uh, she did tell him that she would, really just like to go for one dance and then so she'd get home and adjust her blood sugar <laughs> so she uh she went with him to the prom they both dressed up in their nicest clothes and uh they got a standing ovation from everybody they made the local paper it was a neat neat story to yeah. me yeah man uh you you are a great storyteller i mean you really have a way of crafting it and uh like I said, I've been enjoying it a lot, but I've been amazed, man, at, uh, like you have, I, I think it's like 80,000 plus, uh, followers on Facebook and man, how did you kind of start out and, and then, you know, build that and get to where you are? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, this was all one giant accident. This should have never happened. And, and I think I can tell by most people's reactions that they understand that. <laughs> uh, it's, it's uh, something I did out of a kind of a crummy time that I was going through about a decade ago, and I started to write after I had been turned down by a very well-known 
university oh, <laughs> to, gotcha. uh, for the writing program. Yeah. And uh, I had kind of a rough childhood for one thing, and I had a very spotty academic career. I dropped out of school when I was in seventh grade and did not go back until I was a grown man. Uh, after I was married, I went to community college now where I'm from in uh, Walton County, Florida. Gotcha. And I finished community college after right about 11 years off and on, and I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, I graduated when I was about 30, and that's when I decided I wanted to go into a university writing program. Uh, and I, I, I sent in my stuff. They were kind of hesitant getting back to me. I thought, how hard can this be? <laughs> so I went and bought the or put money down on an apartment in the in the city, and I moved in. And uh, about five days before class, I got told that I was not accepted. Oh. And not only that, I was not accepted into the college whatsoever. Oh, boy. So I was devastated, and I took to writing that night. And An, uh, an ironic therapy, the, right? Exactly. For within the next few weeks, uh, I knew that it was the only winning horse that I'd ever been on uh people were responding like crazy and so then after that it's just been kind of for me a uh interesting it's kind of like putting a necklace on a pig making it look pretty <laughs> well i tell you like i said i uh, i've listened to a few of the shows and at least with the shows on the podcast you know you certainly sprinkle in some uh i, I think some uh good music effective music whether it's you strumming on the guitar or, or a little band in the background but it's uh it, you know i was saying it's almost the southern version of uh, uh garrison keller's you know i mean it's it's kind of folksy but oh, but, but hypnotized well i don't mean that isn't it i mean it's hypnotizing <laughs> you you know you just compelled to listen to it and it's it's uh, it's a lot of fun to listen to those podcasts well thank you i appreciate that that all kind of started by accident too we were in Ravenna, alabama i got as soon as my Brighton started taking off, people asked me to come speak, and I thought, you don't want to hear me speak. I mean, I'm, I stumble over myself. I'm about as well-spoken as a fire hydrant. And I went to Verbena, Alabama, and a friend of mine had showed up to the, the little show at this tiny little chapel, and the people were filing in. He said, hey, I bought, I bought some recording equipment out of the uh, classifieds. <laughs> you want to you record this thing? I thought, God, please. Uh, and we recorded it, and ever since then, it just kind of – it was fun. It, it, we've had a lot of fun. Well, man, I love self-deprecating humor, and you were really good at it. Uh, <laughs> you know, so uh, and to me, that's a huge Southern trait too. You yeah. know, in a lot of ways. So, uh, I mean, it, it and, and particularly all the the little towns and that kind of thing that you're going to and uh, uh, and touching on. I just think uh, it's just a great combination of things I was raised on anyway. So, and I think it relates to a you know a ton of people. Yeah. obviously well, as you're getting this big following you know? <laughs> right, right. well i've had i've had a lot of fun uh meeting people in the kind of performance aspect of it and we have certainly been to i, I believe i've been to every small town in alabama we've been to <laughs> we've been to almost 49 states oh wow <laughs> wow uh so that's been it's been interesting i when i did the thing in the, the show in new york city it was the most bizarre experience <laughs> I had never been <laughs> to that place, and we're walking around, and people are asking us to repeat words because they just love to hear us say <laughs> yeah, them. And, just say something, uh, right? <laughs> I thought for sure that they were going to just be, just think I was a, a hayseed and just laugh me off, like not in a good way, but laugh me off the, the platform. And they, I didn't know what I was going to talk about when I got there. I, I 
I asked one of the fellas backstage, I said, I don't know what I'm going to speak on. I mean, these people can't relate. These are, these are a brash people who wouldn't open their, own, their door for a, a nun. I mean, right, right, right. So I got up there and just told redneck stories, and these people were so gracious and kind to me, and I think I finally realized that there really truly are rednecks and good old boys everywhere. <laughs> Doesn't matter the state. They're just they're out there. So Well, you know, I've said with respect to New York City, there's, what, 8.8 million people. So if there's just 1% of the people who like a particular thing, that's still a giant number to pack a venue to come see you, right? Man, that's a good point. I, that's Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> but we've we've uh, we've been to a lot of different places, and some of them. I mean, I've been you know on the Canadian border, and I've been in Craters in the Moon, Alabama. So it's oh it's, wow, it's been fun, but it's also been kind of like uh, speaking at the Rotary Club doesn't have the same panache. <laughs> well, you know, it's just a, there's a like I said, there's a, a specific way. I think a lot of us. Uh, you know, communicate and express ourselves. There's a radio station down out of uh, Monroeville that uh, I don't even know if the guy still does it, but they had the greatest commercials down there. Like, and you just don't hear them here. Uh, but the way they said, I forgot even what store it was, but like the commercial is the guy's coming over going, you know, if you get off at exit 231 or, or whatever it is, you know, you go left. If you've gone yeah. to the big rock towards Flomaton, you're going the wrong way. <laughs> Turn around and go the other way. And that's like, you know, that people can follow. Yeah, you know? right, for sure. I love that. Yeah, I heard it. I was going to Lake Martin a few weeks ago, and I I heard some radio station out of somewhere in Alabama where they read all their own ads, and it was old folks doing it, and they were playing like classic country, you know, forties and fifties country. Oh wow! And uh, it was so refreshing. I hadn't heard radio like that in well, in a long time. Yeah, that's almost vintage, isn't it? Yeah, and it seems like it's kind of disappeared, but I really it's we love it here. In Alabama, this is—it's mm, got some jewels and gems in every corner. Yeah, we're with Sean Dietrich, Sean of the South, and we're just awful glad to have you with us. And it is so interesting, just sort of the the organic nature of uh, uh, you know what's happened to you, where uh, you, you know you go through this again. I, ironic turn to writing, uh, and, and everything grows. And as you said, now you've been to forty nine different uh, states and up near the Canadian border, and and all over there to New York City, which, by the way, is frankly its own country, right? <laughs> That's uh, I, I I don't care if I ever go back. <laughs> well, uh, I, I saw where you're in Monroe. Speaking of Monroeville earlier, I saw where you were performing there, and uh, I, I guess you were at the at the courthouse. But uh, we went to a meeting in Monroeville. They got one of the most unique things there. Like they've got like a meeting room under like their water tank. Oh. Yeah, like their the mm. bottom yeah. floor is the meeting room. So what? if that thing cracks oh, at all, geez. it's going to crush everybody with the water. I've always been been intrigued <laughs> by that. But uh, I'll be. Yeah, man, who do? Yeah, we did. We went to Monroeville. That was the third time I have done something in the courthouse, and every time for me, it's a, it's almost a spiritual experience. The first time I'd ever been in that courthouse, I, my wife and I had gone to see, uh, you know, the Kilimockamard play. Yeah, uh, a oh, friend yeah. of ours was in it. My wife is from Bruton, so that's not that too far down the road, and uh, I got to be one of the jurors. Ah, <laughs> and uh, they didn't really have to give us much instruction because we all knew how it was going to turn out. And I sat on this old chair, and in the height of the play, the middle of the of the apex of the most crucial part of the play, I leaned back in my chair and realized at that exact moment that the chair was not bolted to the floor. <laughs> and I fell slap over, and the 
cast had to kind of uh, improvise to <laughs> explain <laughs> what happened, and the entire play was pretty much ruined. And I told the story while I was there. That's been many years ago. I told the story while I was there uh, weeks ago, and uh, a few people came up and shook my hand. They said they had, they remembered that so clearly. <laughs> they had no idea who that idiot was in the stool <laughs> who fell over, but they were glad to finally put their hand on someone so hairbrand to lean back on that old chair yeah and, well, and that's the climactic awesome. scene well hey sean we gotta run man are you gonna are you gonna be doing any uh performances around here people can see you in or add? you know i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure what's next for me i think i'm going to noonan georgia oh, okay. uh, sometime i think i'm and i believe i'm going to mentone yeah uh, sometime in the next few weeks nice. so it's out there if people can look it up and and figure it out. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, man, your sweet wife does a great job of uh, setting all this stuff up. So uh, I, she said she was running off to the farmer's market. So I hope she's bringing you back something good. Well, let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate you having me on. It's been a lot of fun. Absolutely, uh, man. Uh, yeah. Best of luck with everything. All right. We'll see you, Sean. Yeah. Thanks, Sean. All right.